Hello and welcome to another episode of the Transportation Exchange Podcast presented by Rush Truck Centers of Canada. I'm your host, Jason Cuddy. On today's episode, we're excited to welcome Sean Brady, Director of the Trailer Division for Rush Truck Centers of Canada. Sean, welcome to the podcast. Good morning. Thank you for having me. So we wanted to invite you on today because everyone knows us as a truck dealership, but yet today we're going to talk about trailers. So I guess the first question that comes out of this is, why are we selling trailers at Rush Truck Centers of Canada? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's it's a very... The business has a lot of synergies, but there's a lot of differences too within the trailer division and the and the truck side of the business. However, our customer base uh, requires both. So, you know, if we if we look at the business and how it really got pushed about five years ago, um, where you know Richard Short and Kevin Tallman decided they really wanted to make a go of something as and you know it's a great bolt-on business is the way I would refer to it in that we can offer our customers so much more than just a truck solution. Uh, we, de- we tend to specialize in the specialty trailers. We don't get into the cookie cutters, uh, you know. And, you know, in doing that, we also open the door for a number of customers that maybe only do business with us on the parts and service side, uh, maybe are running another OEM's truck or have, you know, but we are able to now do business with them on the trailer side if they've chosen not to work with a Navistar product. And, you know, it, it gives us a point of contact with those customers where we can now, you know, with the more offerings, get them comfortable to know us as well. And then maybe they do want to try one of our truck products or, or maybe they don't. We completely respect that, uh, that side of it. But the reality of it is, is everybody that's running tractors are pulling trailers and you know uh, we've got a an excellent sales team here we've got an excellent parts department and service department and we can really support those products with the infrastructure that we already have so it made a lot of sense to get that moving forward and we've recognized a lot of benefits from it over the past you know five years and you know we've we'll recognize a lot more benefits in the future to come. We're constantly growing, looking at more opportunities as to what we can, you know, support our customer base with and create better relationships with them. So. Right on. And I think, you know, you mentioned we stay away from the, the cookie cutter part. So from a, a brand and manufacturer side, what are, what are the, the lines that, that people would recognize? So our, our major lines, Cobra Manufacturing, Depker, Fontaine, Trout River, and uh, Alutrek. So in, in each of those manufacturing lines, we've got great relationships with those manufacturers. Every single one of those manufacturers is fantastic to work with. Um, very engaged, very supportive, which has contributed to, to the success of the trailer division within Rush so far. Um, so, you know, you look at those different product lines, and when they're specialty, when I say specialty lines, like, you know, we're not hauling van bodies. We're, we're not in that market. So, you know, with Fontaine, we're in heavy floats and they do uh, aluminum flat decks and step decks. You know, if we look at Depker, they're, they do grain hauling, bulk haulage, you know, trailers and steel flat decks, galvanized flat decks, Alutrek, all aluminum product flat decks, Canadian made. Um, each of these manufacturers is Canadian made. should have mentioned that earlier. So, you know, that has some pride when it, when, when I think of that, we're supporting our own economy, we're supporting our own people, you know, and then you go on to Trout River, which is manufactured in PEI, amazing people to work with. Uh, they're doing live bottoms and high cubes for ball college and truck mounted live bottoms. Um, and they're 
you know, so that's really feeding that bulk product market. Okay, yeah. So, I mean, that's, that's a good example of what we do high level. So, I thought, given the robustness of each of the product lines, maybe we'll dig into each one a little bit more in depth and kind of, you know, help people understand, you know, where, where are these products used? You know, you said you mentioned the type of product, but maybe not everyone's overly familiar with what each of these are done or used, sorry, for in, in the industry. So, you know, we, we talk Cobra, uh, again, Canadian made company, you know, mm. so product wise, I think it's end dumps, dump bodies, pony pups, I think is, is the bulk of it. Where, where does that play in, in the, in the industry? So Cobra Manufacturing um, originally was uh, being run by Rush. Uh, Rush was the manufacturer like a few years ago. We sold off the manufacturing rights to Manac. Uh, Manac is the manufacturer, and Cobra is now, we are the dealer for Cobra for Ontario. So all Cobra product is sold through Rush. Now that product is, you know, it's an all-aluminum body, we can build it with steel frames or aluminum frames. We run truck bodies, pony pups. We go from a tandem trailer up to a five-axle trailer in different frame configurations. We go and specialize after different bulk markets. So when you're buying an aluminum product, you're it's all about it's very weight sensitive. Whatever product's being hauled, the customer is looking for the lightest, strongest possible trailer to do that because the product they're hauling is heavy and normally speaking they're being paid by the ton gotcha. so if you're being paid by the ton the lighter you you can get your trailer the more product you can haul so the more revenue you can generate so you know we'll take you know our quad axle aluminum end dumps and we'll build them in different side heights for different products for instance you know an aggregate product you know, it, it, it only will require like a 60-inch side, whereas if you're hauling grains, which is bulky and maybe not as much, so the tone per cubic meter is less, the density of the product is less, so that you need more volume, we'll build it with higher sides and so on. We can customize to meet to the need of that ton mileage haulage, and that's really where Cobra succeeds very well. It's really well-respected. It's a product that's been on the market for a lot of years, and... And one of the things with bringing Manac on board is it just, it's taken that product uh, to the next level. I mean, they have a full procurement department. They have a full engineering department. You know, the, the infrastructure that they're able to offer to that product prior to when it was owned even prior to Rush, which was a smaller company, they just didn't have the resources and the buying power and the engineering and all that that Manac has. And we've seen, you know, it was a great product before, right. but the improvements we've seen that Manac has made to that product from a build standpoint, it has been, it's been fantastic to watch over the past two years and heavily involved in that and really have enjoyed that whole, that whole process that took place with Cobras. And it's been very successful. Nice. And then another line, I was another Canadian one is Trout River. And, and when I came here, I didn't even, I see them on the road, didn't recognize mm-hmm. what they were. And, Obviously, they're a live bottom trailer, which isn't just a clever name. There's a reason why it's called mm-hmm. live bottom trailer. Maybe fill us in again on you know where where this plays. Yeah, so that's a, it's uh, you know Trout River started in the you know in PEI uh, guy by the name of Harvey Stewart uh, started it up with another guy and really in his garage and just a dream to build. There was live bottoms out there, but he was he's just a entrepreneur that looked at 
wanting to do something better than what everybody else was doing. So he took some ideas and he's, he's grown upon them. And the beauty of all Trout River product, the one thing is, is how innovative it is. And year over year, they're constantly improving their product. They, you know, we can look at our competitors and, you know, you go to the different trade shows and you watch the competitors you want around and what they built five years ago is still what they're building today. And they haven't really embraced any new technology or new ideas. And, and from my experience, even just within the past five years and what I've seen of 10 years of product, they're constantly taking a live bottom trailer and finding ways to make it better. You know, so that live bottom product is really designed uh, for a marketplace where, for instance, on a lot of municipalities, you're not allowed to have a dumping trailer. Right. You know, if you're out on a highway or municipality or working on any public job site, there are rules and regulations where they're not allowing trailers to dump because they can flip over and so on and so forth. So that live bottom really goes after that. They're spectacular in the paving market. That's where they really shine, dumping into buggies and pavers because it gives a good mix to the asphalt when it comes off, so you get less crustacean and so on and so forth. Um, And for moving products that tend to maybe hang up or stick in an end dump, that would cause an unsafe situation. So, And consequently, they unload uh, safer, and they actually unload quicker. You can unload a Trout River quad axle in about three, three and a half minutes, (laughs) and... You know, so you got 40 ton of product coming out. So that, that's fast. Yeah. And it'll build a higher pile than what an end dump will. Uh, whereas an end dump from start to finish cycle, I mean, you're no better than you're five to six minutes on, on that. Plus, you know, windy day or un, unsure ground. There's all kinds of other factors. So right. we look at the quality of driver that we have today and our available employment resources and so on and so forth. And the, and the challenges it has on our tractors and a lot of our customer base has moved away from end dumps on certain products and gone to live bottoms just because cheaper insurance, quicker turnarounds, um, safer, and you know just easier to, to handle. You know, and yeah, so. uh, it's interesting. Things I would never have considered. You know, with the product, you, you see it on the road, and you you see a certain application, but there's mm-hmm. obviously some nuance behind it as to you know, where it fits and why even sometimes guys would make the change. So I think it's, it's good information to know about it. They'll move from products from, um, you know, from our aggregate products, you know, like gravel, sand, so on and so forth, you know, up to, you know, some gabion up to six inches. We don't like to see anything much bigger than that because it is a belt conveyor system right. with a chain underneath. Um, and then, you know, you can get into topsoils, fertilizers, grain, uh, any bulk moving product, it'll move. Uh, and then when you move into another innovative product that's come out in the last couple of years is a high cube and it has a full width belt and they're moving biosolids with that. <laughs> they're moving wood chips. They're moving all the stuff that bridges that won't even come out of an end dump. Right. And very quick unloading and very effective at that. Yeah. Wow. It's, it's interesting. It's a totally different kind of world when you think of, you know, trailers, but, but it, it serves its purpose for sure. And then, I guess sticking kind of with, with the bulk hauling application, I guess Depker is the, the other product line where we, we have some product that, that would fall into, not obviously the same, but, you know. Yeah, so Depker builds uh, bulk hauler uh, trailers for targeting the grain and fertilizer market or glass market. They haul glass beads with it and so on and so forth with their super bees, their triaxles, and their uh, belly dump trailer, all aluminum. 
extremely light, strong. It's a premium product on the market. Um, and, you know, that, that that's really a line haul application. Right. So, you know, not filling it with a loader. You know, you're going into grain elevators and you're filling and going down to shipping yards and, and emptying into pits and so on and so forth. So, and, you know, and then they also have a flat deck market, you know, where they're building steel and galvanized trailers for the, for the steel end of them. They'll do them from triaxles right up to five and six axle trailers. Extremely strong. Um, one of the lightest steel tra- trailers built, Canadian made. You know, um, they actually just opened a new facility here. They're going to produce in Ontario now as well in Georgetown. So that's pretty exciting for us as a, as a rush group yeah. because uh, their galvanized trailers are going to be uh, assembled and manufactured out of there. So not only are we supporting our local economy, uh, we've got some real bench strength right here, you know, in the event that there, if there was an issue that, right. you know, we can deal with it quickly and easily and so on and so forth. So, yeah. Right. And then, you know, so you stepped into the, Flatbed sides. We'll mm-hmm. carry on to that with you know. We look at the the Alley Truck, which is again Canadian and Canadian aluminum, made, yeah. and, and maybe speak to you know the the tie. I guess back to to Manac on that one, but also where they play in in that world. Yeah. So a couple of years uh, before they brought on the Cobra line, they purchased Alley Truck from a family run business as well, and they've taken and developed that product and expanded upon it. Similar, so that they kind of had the template laid, you know, on how to do it when. They looked at our Cobra product as well, so it made things much smoother. Um, but that is an all-aluminum trailer. It's extremely strong. Uh, it's light for flat decks and step decks is is what they specialize in, and they'll they'll do up to you know from a tandem up to multi-axle six, seven, eight-axle trailers. And the, the unique thing about the Alutrek product that distinguishes it from other aluminum trailers is because of, you know, um, it's built in Laurier Station, which is just outside of Quebec, they can really customize that trailer to fit the, cu- the customer's needs. Like they go from putting stake sides in it for the logging application so they can haul logs out of the north and then haul product back up, right. which is what, you know, when they really got started, that's what that's what they were doing in Quebec, you know, sort of the, you know, the same idea as what Manitoulin does with a number of their trailers with dual purposing their trailers. And they've done a really good job of, you know, being able to identify what that customer needs and adapt to it. You know, some of our other larger manufacturers, they go off like the 80, 20 rule. And if 80% of the population needs this, that's all they're going to build. And they're never going to build that other 20% because it's just not in their wheelhouse. Alutrek takes on those products, and so will Cobra. Nice, nice, and that, that's key, right? Because the market is is changing. You do get some customized uh, applications, or you know, just new new opportunities come up that you know it's mm-hmm. it's ahead of where the market is. So having a manufacturer that can kind of jump in and kind of fine tune it for what you need is is important. Having a wheelhouse for sure, and be able to do it cost effectively. Yeah, that's key. So because they have their staff there that are accustomed to accommodating that we're not at. So when you come to them with something that you think's unusual, they don't see it as unusual. Mm-hmm. They just see it as turning another page and okay. Yeah. And it's, and the beauty of working with them is you just don't hear no. It's like, well, we can probably do something there. And it's, nice. it's just a lot of fun you <laughs> yeah. know, when, you, when you get to work with people like that. Yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. And I guess the, the last line we have um, would be the Fontaine line. Yeah. So Fontaine is actually two companies. So 
there's Fontaine Heavy Hall and there's Fontaine Platform. They're run separately. And if you could use the analogy, it's like the Packard Group. Peterbilt runs their company and Kenworth runs their company. Right. So Fontaine Heavy Hall runs with its own VP and its own structure, and so does the platform division. We're more engaged with the heavy hall. We have the platform available to us, and we have had recognized success with the platform division. But where we really recognize success is on their heavy hall division. They build the lightest, strongest floats in the market. They're one of the few floats that you can get an engineer drawing for, for point loading. And, and they're one of the few floats that will actually give their customer a rating on how many tons you can put per feet. And most float manufacturers out there, they just don't have that engineering capability or design to offer that to their customers. Um, you know, pros and cons. Yeah, they're down in Alabama. It's the only U.S. company that we deal with. But right. because they have gone down the road of, you know, they got their own procurement department, fuel and full engineering division. They, they, they are part of the 80, 20 rule, Yeah, you know, uh, but in that industry and what they're doing, it really works well for them. Uh, we do have the ability if we're stepping completely outside of the box, we could look at a Depker product cause they have heavy floats as well and they will customize. But for the most part, Fontaine, it's it's considered one of the Cadillac of floats out there, and, and unless we get hit with an exchange rate issue, <laughs> we do fairly well. But right. the the thing about our customers, when you start talking U.S. dollars and that sort of thing, they're in the industry. They yeah. get it, and they do a ton. Most of our customers, the majority of our customers, do a large amount of business in U.S. dollars, anyways. So, and our sales staff does a really good job of speaking to it. And being able to get around that, so they don't create a lot of hurdles. But yeah, and I don't see it being a huge hurdle. I get, I guess, in relation to the other four lines, it's different from that mm-hmm. factor. But I mean, the reality is, when you go back to fleets that run dry vans or other products, you know, nine percent of the manufacturers are in the U.S. anyways. So mm-hmm. you know, even all the product we carry in from the power side is U.S. based. So it, it's a common thread. Actually, it's almost an anomaly to have so much Canadian, you know, firepower in our back pocket with regards to product line. That's, you know, it's not something you see all the time at, at a dealership level. I would hesitate to say, and I don't know this for sure, but I'm speculating, but I think from a diversity of product lines, we, you know, in specialized trailers, Rush probably is the largest Canadian concentrated. Right. We have more Canadian suppliers then if I look around at some of our competitors or other trailer dealers have a lot more U.S. influence. And, and you know, and I, th- you know, I'm, I'm proudly Canadian. I think it's something to be proud of. <laughs> yes. And it has its advantages when you can work in Canadian dollars and everything. And you can get some stability in that when you're working with your customers. Agreed. So. And it's a good mix. Like you look at the five lines, you look at the product lines you went through, the applications where to hit. And outside of your standard dry freight van or reefer, you know, I think we've got a large part of that specialized, you know, industry covered with mm-hmm. all the different lines. Like there's, and they kind of, they overlap a little bit, but not enough to even compete with each other. You know, there's some, some nuance between a couple of them, but for the most part, they each kind of have their own segment industry leaders in each one of them. And I, and together they, they're a great complement. you know, to, to, to what we do. We, we try and be respectful of each of our manufacturers and not have them, you know, confusing the issue if you would or potentially confusing our customers or or our account managers you know because we've got great products and we try and say okay well this manufacturer produces really well in this market and that's that's why we've gone and made our partnerships with that company and you know 
like there's so if you look at aluminum flat decks to steel flat decks they're you know yes they're still flat decks but they they they're two entirely different markets right. as to who would buy a steel flat deck and to who would buy an aluminum flat deck and an aluminum flat deck in a steel world is disastrous <laughs> yes. and vice versa <laughs> you know it's yeah. just you know so you're getting into the nuances of the trailers but uh from a from a flat deck products you know what they're manufactured out of but you know mm-hmm. like, generally speaking uh, you know a steel trailer is more of a contractor type um and not weight sensitive and different products being thrown on it right you know for whereas an aluminum guy he's he's hauling coils of steel and and he's trying to get that fifty thousand pound roll on out of hamilton which is yeah. the challenge roll as everybody <laughs> in the steel industry knows and you're you're cornered into an aluminum trailer that's actually capable of doing that, which is very demanding. So. Yeah. Yep. And I think, you know, from, from our side and, and you, you supporting the product and supporting the sales team, you know, walk us through the differences in those conversations, right? So that, you know, if you have a customer who is, you know, maybe taking on a new application or looking at a new contract, a new state of business that they haven't played with before, mm. um, you know, having yourself as a resource. And of course, all these manufacturers have great representation that we can tap into pretty easily. So, we can inform the customer, go through the application with them, understand what they're trying to do, and really make sure the product is fine-tuned and matched to what they're trying to do and, and meets and exceeds their expectations. So uh, part of our dealer agreement or our partnership with our manufacturer is not that they're just going to sell us product. They are actually required to provide support on the parts and service and product sales end of it. They, they do. We have account managers from each one of those that we work closely with. Our entire sales staff has access to them. They don't have to work through me. It's very transparent. It's very open. I love getting engaged with uh, all the, all our customer bases with, you know, with our team, you know, uh, and working directly with the customers and, and supporting whatever questions they have. You know, it's it's really interesting some of the the questions that do come up and don't always have the answers. And you know, who I'm going to have to do some homework. Well. <laughs> You know, that's what keeps you engaged yep. and, and, and that's what, you know, and that's, that's the value to the customer. Like if, if you're not going to, if you're going to cookie cut everything and we're in a specialized business, <laughs> the two don't align. No, so so every customer has its unique needs. So you're going to have these unique questions that you're going to have to identify and, and resolve. And that takes multiple people and multiple levels within our whole organization to do that, including, including our manufacturers. So. Yeah. And obviously on the back end, just to kind of tail end all that, obviously is the parts and service capabilities too, right? Mm -hmm. To support the products, I think is it's one thing to be able to sell the product into the market, but obviously to be able to support it through its lifespan is another key thing that we're able to do, you know, obviously with relationships with the manufacturers. Yeah. I mean, most of our, most, most of our competitors here in Ontario are singular located. They're, you know, they're in London or they're in, you know, or they're in Ottawa or they're, you know, we'll, we'll, the reality of it is, is Russia's got, you know, 14 locations, full, full-fledged locations, I think, you know, in, that we can support the entire product line. So there's not, none of our locations are exempt from being able to support the customer. Mm-hmm. You know, we have locations that are friendlier because mm-hmm. they got bigger yards and, and, and that sort of thing um, that are more adapt to doing it. But, you know, from a part standpoint, customers shouldn't have to drive more than two hours to get a part. Right. Or we can courier it straight to you. 
Uh, I, most of our competitors can't say that. And over and above that, we will support our competitors' yep. parts pricing. Like it's not just our own parts. If you know, like, you know Trout River, um, there's a company that's been very innovative in building all their undercarriages for every OEM out there. You know, you can buy a chain for any OEM, uh, not just their own. They'll manufacture and build it, and so on and so forth. So we can support other product lines as well, not just our own. So. Right. Oh, it's good to know. And it, it, like I said, it, it's it's the whole kind of circle of life with, with the trailer side, obviously, you know, from acquiring new and, and walking into it to keeping it on the road for the lifespan of, of the product is, uh, yeah, it's, it's a key part of, of keeping a customer up and running. So it's it's good to know that it's, it's available here. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Okay. Excellent. Well, I want to thank you for, for taking the time to sit down with us today, kind of go through the high level of, of what we do from the trailer side and, and why we do trailers. And I think it's it's pretty clear, obviously, and you made a good point. You know, if you're, you're driving a tractor, you got to pull something behind you and, you know, we're, we're there to support it, you know, based on these applications, and the industries that they play in. So thanks for sharing that with us today. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Excellent. Well, that concludes today's episode. I want to thank Sean from Rush Truck Centers of Canada for joining us And to catch up on past episodes, check out transportationexchangepodcast.ca. Until next time, thanks for listening.